In 1884, a 15-year-old boy, the only child of a hard-working and loving couple, suddenly contracted typhoid fever and died. His parents were devastated and decided a memorial needed to be set up in honor of their only child. And so sometime after his funeral, they went to the prestigious office of Charles Eliot, president of Harvard University, with the intentions of funding this memorial. Welcome to Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Hear new episodes every weekday and subscribe to our podcast at faithstrongtoday.com. However, upon seeing the modest apparel of this obvious pioneer couple, the president's secretary only huffed and mumbled, Mr. Elliot's quite busy right now. But when they told her the story of losing their only son, her heart was moved and she found she was able to squeeze in an appointment. President Elliot received the humble couple into his office and impatiently inquired of their business. After they expressed their desire to fund a memorial in honor of their son, he abruptly said, Perhaps you have in mind a scholarship. No, they said. We were thinking of something more substantial than that. Perhaps a building. With an arrogant snicker and a patronizing tone, the president quickly brushed aside any notion of that idea as being too expensive, and the couple was told their time was up. The following year, however, the president of Harvard University made a startling discovery. He learned that this plain couple, by the name of Mr. and Mrs. Leland Stanford Sr., had gone elsewhere and established a $26 million memorial to their son, Leland Stanford Jr., and called it Stanford University. Yes, appearances can be deceiving, especially if that's all you go by when taking a person's measure. But God is never fooled by appearances. And as we look into His Word, we find numerous places where we're instructed to not be as well. As we're looking into the second chapter of the book of Galatians, a letter Paul wrote to the various Galatian churches, we find him establishing two specific points. The first was his credentials for ministry, and the second was the concept of freedom. Yes, freedom from sin, definitely, absolutely, but perhaps more surprisingly, freedom from appearance. Reading from the Message Bible, listen to his words in verse 6. As for those who were considered important in the church, their reputation doesn't concern me. God isn't impressed with mere appearances, and neither am I. In essence, Paul is saying not to be impressed by those who see themselves as impressive. And while we agree wholeheartedly with Paul's statement, its irony doesn't hit home until we realize Paul's background. Early in his career, Paul was a well-respected Jewish leader, one who knew the value of one's religious image. But his dramatic Damascus Road encounter with the person of Jesus changed all of that. No longer bound by the restraints of the Jewish law, Paul was free to probe the depths of God. He did this by moving beyond the facade of religion into the intimacy of relationship. And that's exactly what Jesus does for us. It's been said that the Christian life is not imitation, but habitation. 
the person, the power, the passion of Jesus living on the inside of us, transcending any stereotype the outside may convey. The freedom we have in Christ reaches through the chains of prison, the bondage of addiction, and the delusion of image. Because ultimately, the only appearance that really matters is the loving image of Jesus in us. Taking you on a journey through the New Testament, this has been Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Subscribe to our podcast and join us on social media. All the details are at faithstrongtoday.com.